Welcome back to another episode of the Play Hard, Look Dope podcast. I'm so excited for this episode because it's absolutely insane what we did. So if you're watching the video version of this, you're going to see everything that we did to put this episode together. And if you're not watching the video version, I highly suggest that you do over on Spotify or on YouTube. So for this episode, John and I went to Boston. We were va- we were just taking a little break after the holidays. It was really busy. You guys know that we have a, a store, we have a brand. So we were taking a break after the holidays and we decided to go to Boston. It was close enough. It was nice enough. It was clean enough. And it was just a way for us to sort of get out of the city. While we were there, we brought all of our podcast equipment because we were either going to do a podcast from the hotel or we were going to do our crazy idea, which was to walk around wealthy neighborhoods in Boston and go up to people's doors and ask them if they just wanted to be on our podcast. We thought it was insane. We were like, who does that? And then we were like, we do that. So we decided to take that route and we knocked door to door for about two and a half, three hours asking random people if they just wanted to do a podcast with us. Like, let's just come into your house, set up cameras, set up lights, and then just ask you questions about your life, like what you do, you know, how you afford such a beautiful house. Everyone turned us down so much so that I couldn't even show you how many people said no, obviously, right? Like who's going to like say no? I'm surprised that people even answered the door, but we did get lucky. And when I say we got lucky, oh my, I cannot, I couldn't have asked for a better person to say yes than William and Kara, who this podcast is about today. They were so nice, so amazing. We are actually friends now from this experience. We walked right up to their door. Well, they had several doors, and you'll see that if you're watching the video version of this. They had several doors that we rang on. The house was so huge. It's like an 8,000-square-foot house. It's absolutely insane. We hit the jackpot with them, okay? Kara is a real estate agent, but she's also a free-spirited, open-minded, crazy woman who speaks her mind does not hold back but also she's just comfortable talking about literally anything and so is john i'm the only one in this episode who is embarrassed about how the conversation goes from real estate to what sex positions people like and yeah that's how that's how that went and her son william could not be a more fabulous person and he joins us in the podcast a little bit later and the conversation then goes from really structured and like really good and and then it goes to uh sex positions and they have a very open relationship Kara and her son and that's where this conversation goes it just goes anywhere the room flows or however John just randomly asks questions about people's intimate lives so I advise you enough to probably watch the video version of this so that you can see us going door to door asking people if we can come into their house and be on the podcast. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Before we get into it, please, whatever platform you're listening on, hit that follow button, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button. We need it. It helps with the algorithm. It's a free thing that you can do to show your support for the show. Without further ado, let's get into it. Guys, I don't know if this is a dumb idea or not, but Ebony and I are driving around Massachusetts. We're actually in, where are we? Needham, Massachusetts. Needham, Massachusetts. 
and there's this beautiful house that has like holiday lights. We're gonna ring their bell and ask whoever's home, hopefully someone's home. I see lights on, I think somebody's home. We're gonna ask them if we can film a podcast in their house. A stranger. Yeah. Random person. And interview them. <laughs> like, why the fuck would they say yes? I don't know. We have all the gear in the car. Right. So hopefully they do say yes, we get in and we shoot a podcast. Great idea okay. or not? <laughs> all right, here we are. All right, we're here, guys. So here's the house, beautiful house. And we are in Needham, Massachusetts. We're going to ring the doorbell. Hopefully they don't have like crazy dog that's going to attack us. Holy sh... I mean, seriously, have you heard a bell ring like that? Hey, how are you? My name's John. Hey, John. You're a Red Sox fan? I am, I am. I'm actually a Mets fan. No kidding. I'll yeah. hold it against you. <laughs> so it's Ebony and John, Hi. and uh, we film podcasts, and okay. we thought it would be a good idea to knock on a stranger's door and shoot a podcast with you in your house. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't think so. But uh, You want to give it a shot? Not really. <laughs> I appreciate it, but... Is, uh, is that a definite no? Yeah, I'm gonna pass. All right, thank All right. you. Hey, good luck. Go Red Sox. All right, Thanks. <laughs> All right, that didn't work out. I mean, like, at least he was he was nice, but he was like, he was like looking at you like you're crazy. Fucking crazy. Well, so, all right, let's go back in the car. Let's uh, let's go somewhere else. Let's go. Else. Yeah. So, guys, we just pulled up to this another house, which looks unbelievable it's got to be worth i'm gonna guess a couple million dollars at least i don't know anything about this neighborhood but let's see the lights are on the lights are on inside i'm guessing somebody's home we're gonna try our crazy idea again we've been shut down a couple times already we are based in new york we happen to be in boston for the weekend we drove to neem where are we again needham Need them. Yeah, I don't know. And we're I knocking on doors. Places in yes. This is they, apparently they have like the best school system. The taxes are up the wazoo. Everyone's like a lawyer or yes, real yeah. There's captain. a golf course right around here. So, okay, so wish us luck, guys. Let's go. <laughs> a beautiful house. There's a driveway here. There's a car outside. I hope they're not coming up. <laughs> Look at this house. Oh my God. The lights are on. I'm guessing somebody's home. This house is unbelievable. Look at this house. Are you ready, Eb? Hopefully we don't get uh, hit with a bat or something. We're a guard dog. I heard it go off. They have to be home. Let's see if there's another door. There's so many doors to this house. <laughs> Oh man, look at these windows. Somebody rich lives here. Look at these windows. You see that window? Look at this door. This looks like a stainless steel door. Look, they have warning. Diamond security system. Hey. Did you guys just ring the side doors off? Yes. 
My name's John. Hi, Will. Hey, nice Will. How you. are you? This is Ebony. Hi. You, you're drinking. It's a little early, isn't it? I am. My mother and I have dinner reservations at 70.45. What was that, Mom? Okay, one minute, one minute. So, yes, yeah, so what Ebony and I do is we knock on random doors okay. and with hopes to film a podcast of okay. the people whose door we knock on. We were based in New York City. We happened to be in Boston Amazing. for the weekend. Amazing. Okay. And we just drove around Needham. Is that where we are? Yes, at? Needham, Massachusetts. Needham, Massachusetts. Okay. So we looked up wealthy places in Massachusetts. <laughs> okay. And you seem well-dressed. What do you think? I would be very interested. Let me ask my mother before. Mother, mom, come here for a minute. I love his hair. How cool is this guy? I can't believe he's considering it. Hey, so I'm um, John, Hi, nice John and Ebony. Hi, Hi Ebony. We, we, we met Will. Okay. We told him we are from New York City, drove up to Boston for the weekend, okay. and then we looked online and found wealthy places in Needham, which is Needham. Yeah. Needham, I believe. This is actually Newton, but Needham's Oh, right Newton. Next door. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So this is Newton. This is Newton, yeah? Yes. Yeah, so what we do is we knock on people's door, like yeah. we did. Okay. We Blessed to meet Will. And my son, yes. A beautiful human New York being. City. He goes to NYU. No. Yes, he does. Do you really? He's a senior. He's going to be graduating. We have a store right near NYU. Oh, my no God. Way. Lower East Side. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right See? Very close. From you. I'm on yeah. Oh, no way. Yes, very close. Yeah. So, so right what's there. this all about? So we knock on doors and we shoot a podcast in their house okay. with strangers and it's amazing. Oh. So what do you say? Um, we have dinner reservations at 7.45, but I'd be totally open. <laughs> Let's so do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Come on in. I can't believe it's working. <laughs> Come on in. Can you show us the house maybe? Absolutely, of course. Yeah. She's actually a real... Guys, this house is incredible. Do you mind maybe showing us around? Absolutely. She's like I would love to see it. Do we have time? Yeah. Are we going to do a podcast? Are we podcasting? Yeah, we're podcasting. Are okay. you not here? Well, we have all the stuff in the car, so I'm going to get all of that together. Do you guys want to drink before we start? Hell yeah! Absolutely. <laughs> I guess we're friends already. Do you mind if I take off my coat? Take it right off. Yeah, take no, no, take you. it right off. Absolutely. Thank you. Print on this. Thank you. Sorry, your name again? John. John. Ebony. Ebony. Nice wow. to meet you. Kara and Will. And William. Yeah. Welcome to the Play Hard Look Dope podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. I've never done this before, but let's go for it. I know, and it's really random because we very just, random. <laughs> we just walked up. Yes, and, and you were so kind. This is the first time we've succeeded in doing this. Yeah, that's really so cool. Let's I'm glad kick it's me. some ass. Let's have some fun. Absolutely, <laughs> I'm all about fun in life. Like you, you got to have fun in life. If you don't have right. fun, what what's worth living for? One hundred percent. And we walked through the neighborhood and i think we went up to like three or four houses mm -hmm. and everyone said no obviously they, they looked did. at us like we were crazy oh yeah, yeah. i'm sure they did yeah and so now, i was a little hesitant too but right yeah and now we're in this multi-million dollar house this house is stunning you know what this is i used to live here i lived here for about 11 years okay so this Wait, is not so you don't live here I don't live here. So, so that's I, why you let us in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. She's like, I don't give a shit. I don't live exactly. here. Exactly. I'm actually trying to sell this house. This is my ex-husband's house, but we're basically he's one of my best friends. 
We were married for 12 years, 11, 11 and change, and we have two boys, William okay. and Timmy. William is 22, and Timmy's 18. Is that who opened the door? Yeah, well, That's William. William. He's home for a okay. break from college. Okay. From NYU. NYU. Yes, NYU. <laughs> and my other son, Timmy, is 18, and he goes to Holy Cross. Okay. So I am a newly uh, empty, empty nester. nester. Oh. And it's so you're an fun. empty nester, but this is not your nest. Correct. And this is a big nest to be empty. Yeah, absolutely, be some absolutely. Nest egg in this place. Yes, <laughs> I know. So luckily, my husband, my ex-husband, and I are very good friends. We actually do a lot of business together. I give oh, him really? all my business. Oh, that's so amazing. He's a real estate attorney. I was going to say, what do you do? So I am a real estate agent. I work for Coldwell Banker, and um, I'm going to be getting this home ready to list in the next few weeks. No way. Yes. That's why I was here. I was actually doing some things um, inside the house to get it ready for listing. Okay. And William was with me, and we have dinner reservations uh, later on tonight. So, yeah, we lived here together for almost our, our entire marriage. Wow. But since we're so close, we're always back and forth. He comes to my house. I go to his house. Um but yeah, it's an outstanding home here. It's it's one of a kind, actually. Did you build this house? We did. Wow. We did. Yep, we did. Um, my How kids were babies. This this actually has five bedrooms, seven full baths, and two halves. I know it's huge, huge, and it was great. It doesn't have a lot of a. It doesn't have a huge yard, but it has so much space for kids. We have a beautiful pool in the back, a jacuzzi. Oh, oh my goodness. Yes. Um, so my, you know, we brought up our kids here. How so many square feet? Almost 8,000 square feet. Wow. That's yes. humongous. Yes. House. Yep. 8,000 yep. square feet. 8,000 square feet. I know. I so know. when we walked up to the door, yeah, I think that we got the town wrong that we are actually yeah, in we specifically. We in Needham. Yeah. Needham where are we? Town over. That's actually where I live. Okay. So I live in Needham. Needham abuts Newton. Okay. So this is actually Newton, Massachusetts. Newton. Which is a little bit closer to Boston than Needham. You're talking seven, eight, nine minutes. Okay. Door to door. Okay. So Needham is just next door to Newton. Okay. So this this neighborhood, I it looks very... It is. It's, yeah. yeah. It's like, it is. It's very one of the... Swanky. Yes. Are you Brooklyn, a Red Sox Newton. fan? Oh, I love the Red Sox. I hate the Red Sox. Lo oh, John. <laughs> Interestri in interestingly enough, one guy who we knocked on the door, yeah. he came out with the Red oh, Sox yeah. hoodie no, on. Oh, sir. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. like, dude, Boston I'm a Mets fan. He's like, get lost. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Boston fans are very intense. Did you, did you watch the 86 World Series? I don't remember because I was right out of high Sox. school, so I don't know. I'm telling my age, by the, the way. The Mets beat the Red Sox. The what? The Mets beat the Red Sox. Oh, they did. Okay, I don't remember. But <laughs> I, I don't, love I the have Celtics. Never even. I love the Bruins. Okay. The Pats absolutely stink. Since Brady left, everything's gone downhill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he did yeah. leave. We actually went to a Patriot game on uh, September this year. And he got honored. Yeah, he was honored. Yeah. Led the one Brady was honored. Yeah, the home yeah, of yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Timmy and Dan met Tom Brady and Gronkowski. I know. Once. You have a picture. Oh, I you yeah. <laughs> I was yes. flipping Oh, out. yes. I love, I love both of them. I oh, yeah. Gronk is amazing. I just love his personality. Gronk is gigantic. Yes. He looks like he's fun. Yeah. Hell yeah they he said parties. he couldn't have been any nicer to Timmy and Dan. Oh, so yeah? nice. Tom Brady and Gronk. And Timmy was so excited. It was probably the highlight of his year that year. Oh, my goodness. When he met them, it too. Been my highlight. So yeah. you're, you're a real estate agent. Yes. So in the market today, or what do you think the temperature of the market today is? 
You know, uh, during the pandemic, it was insane. Everybody wanted out of condos. Everybody wanted out of apartments. They wanted space. They wanted breathing space. Mm -hmm. So the housing market took off. Condos were selling. Single families were coming in. And it was just insane. I made, it was probably one of my best years I ever had. It was 2020, 2021. With the rates up the way they are now, things are a little bit soft. But... I think it's going to come back. Is that I really the, do. Don't I think, you think the Fed should be cutting this year? I don't think they're going to raise anymore. No, from I what I'm reading and hearing they should be you know, from my manager, I think we're going to be good. I think they're going to slowly dip down. Well, I don't think we're going to see 2 and 3% anymore. I really don't. I think we're going well, to see more in the 45 to 5 and that's going to be the norm for a while. My prediction... That's not good though, right? It's not good, but if you look back 20 years, 15, 16, 17%, you know... Six to seven percent is still not that bad, and people right. have to realize that. It seems like it goes up, and then everyone sucks their teeth, they yeah. kick mud, Absolutely. and then it stays that way, Absolutely. and then that's the new norm. And that's what people have to realize is that you know what? If the rates drop, refi. You're not married to the rate, you're married to the home. Speaking of marriage, oh. you yes. said uh, you were divorced from the gentleman who owns his house. Correct. How I've actually times? been married three times. My father, before he passed away, used to call me Liz Taylor. No, <laughs> I make a joke out of it because you know what? Yeah, she, how it many is times what it is. She married Liz Taylor. Wait, I'm so, yeah, Liz Taylor. My dad Liz Taylor with the diamonds. Yeah. You know what? I was she too was good of a person. A of I gave my diamonds back. Really? To each husband. They asked for them back, or they you didn't. gave them back? I gave them back because I'm the one that left, and oh I felt goodness. guilty keeping them. So I gave them back. You're an OG. I just felt bad. You know, I hurt them and I felt guilty about it because they really didn't do anything wrong to me. They really didn't. It was me. So you just got bored or something? No. My first marriage, I was about 26 years old. That's, that's young. It is young. And I thought I had the whole world figured out. Six months after I got married, my brother passed away in a car accident. It destroyed my whole life. My mom, my dad, my mm, sister. Sorry. Thank you. He was 33 years old and oh. he, to this day, and I'm not just saying this, um, I'm a very real person and I don't make things up and I don't exaggerate. He was the most wonderful person I, to this day, ever met in my entire life. Mm. And he was on his way to work. He had a little girl and he was married in Hudson, New Hampshire. And he was on his way to work and his car was hydroplaning and it went out of control and he went into the gully and it tipped over and he died instantly of, in, of internal injuries. And um, I, I honestly, oh my goodness. excuse me, I gotta put my drink down. I didn't think my mom was gonna survive it because to bury a child mm -hmm. is probably one of the most difficult things. I, I, I think about something happening to my kids and I, I can't even think about it because right. I, I will lose it. So when I got married, Six months later, my brother passed away, and I, I didn't think my mom was going to make it. She would not leave the house for eight months. My dad did all the grocery shopping, and it was torture. So I was living in Lexington, Massachusetts at the time with my husband, and I would go up there two times a week, which is about a 45-minute ride from where they lived, just to check up on her. And I started getting very distant from my, from my husband at the time. And all of a sudden, I loved him, but I wasn't in love anymore. It was really weird. And I read this book called Embraced by the Light. 
And it says in the book, and it helped me so much, that you'll either grow closer to your spouse or you'll grow apart. Unfortunately, mm. I grew apart from my spouse. Mm. So there was no reason he didn't cheat on me, he didn't abuse me, he was a, a, a wonderful person, but I just grew apart. Mm. Do you I still communicate with him? I do not. I do no, not. No, you don't. I had a lot of guilt. I did. I had a lot of guilt because, again, he didn't do anything wrong. It was me. I was being pulled to help my mom and dad go through the heartache of what they were going through. And I felt like they needed me. So I felt like I never grieved because I was trying to take care of my parents. How long were you married? Only a year and a half. Wow. Yep. Year and a half. So then you're like 28 and then what happens? Yeah. yeah, Any kids from that marriage? No No. children. Okay. Okay. No children. Thank God. Because it would have been more difficult to leave. So then I moved back home. My mom and dad were, you know, thrilled to have me back, but sad that I, you know, got divorced. And an ex-boyfriend who I went with in high school had heard through the grapevine, oh, Kara, Chickless got, you know, she got divorced. And um, he called me one day at my mom's house. And he's like, Kara, I'm sorry I didn't go to the wake. I heard about your brother. Can I come up and visit you and your mom? I said, sure, no problem. Comes up one day and we're sitting around the table, me and my mom, and he was just there to visit and and give his condolences. And um, he asked me to go out and I said, you know what, I'm really not quite ready yet. A Few months goes by, I wanna take you out, let's go out. So you know what I said? I said, you know what, it's familiarity with him. I felt a little comfortable Mm. because I had been with him in the past, right? So we started dating, six, seven months goes down the road and he asks me to marry him. No. Oh yeah. I hate to say this, and I don't mean this in any conceited way, but every man that dated me asked me to marry him, even my high school boyfriend. Wow. So you must I, give good head. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I do. I do. I <laughs> I, I've been told I give very good blowjobs. Wow. Sorry, can I say that? You can. Oh, okay, okay. Anything goes on this podcast. Okay. Okay, good. So, I yes, was I, I was thinking that it had there had to be something. I was like, <laughs> something. they didn't marry me for my cooking. I can tell you that. So, so no, that long? no, I can imagine so, that they would have. Yeah. So I felt familiar and comfortable. Right. So I said I didn't say yes right away. We continued dating for a while, and then um, the one thing I feel like I wish I didn't do, I wish I did do. I apologize, is move in with him, because he lived at home. I was moved back from home. And I wish I had lived with him because he was, I don't want to call him a sex maniac, but he was a little bit Ninfo, ninfo. Yes. There were days I really couldn't walk. Oh, shit. So (laughs) a huge cop. Not so much huge. It was the amount of times. (laughs) Yeah, I told, I I think I, I, you probably hit the jackpot when you met me because I'm very open. I'm very real. I'm very authentic. This is like. Talk about the G spot. Well, right. yeah. So anyway, I wish I had moved so in with him. So he was like a sex maniac, ninfo, and you were not. I loved sex, but um, and I still do. You know, I'm in my mid fifties, and I'm extremely active with my fiance at this point. But wait, so you're getting so married? A you're getting time. married again? Well, we're, we've been engaged for like three years. <laughs> Taking it Sorry. slow. Taking it slow. He was married before. I've been married multiple times before. 
And, you know, we always say we might run off to Vegas one day and we might get married. I we mean, might, we might get married yeah. in the backyard. Who knows? You know what? We'll just, yeah. Will you invite us to the wedding? Yeah, can you oh, have us? Oh, my God. If we get this. married, you guys are coming. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Yeah. No question. We, we throw a good party. So you're like, so, you're out there with your sexuality and stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. I feel like sexuality is something that should be shared. I feel like people could learn from being more open and I talk to my friends about it all the time and they're like, Kara, you think, you say what people think and don't have the nerve to say. And I'm yeah. like, and they that. always say, you know what they say? I love that. But you can get away with it. I'm like, I can get away with it because I say because it. Because you say it. Yes. And you yeah. own it. You own yes. it. Yes. Totally. You own it and you say it. Right. Yeah. And to me, if it's not hurting someone and it could possibly help one person in the world, let's face it. What is there to hide? So what does that mean when you say that? What what about like I know we just went way off topic. Yeah, yeah, sorry. But what is that? What does that mean when you say that in terms of sexuality? What do you say that people want to say that they can't say? When I ask people, do you have anal sex? And they look at me like, Kara, I can't believe you just asked me that. I'm like, why? If you don't, you don't feel comfortable talking about it, then don't don't feel talk about it. Right. I personally do. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, I do. Not on you a regular, got more John, than what you knocked on the door John, for. But John, not on a regular basis. I would prefer regu- <laughs> regular vaginal, you know, intercourse. But once in a while, we like to dabble. Okay. So, in the ass. I, uh, are you putting a strap on on? I don't do that stuff. No. I just want to know where you draw the line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't do any of that. Danny will not do any of that. He obviously. Dan, Danny, Danny is. Danny, can I tell you a funny story? But who's yeah. Danny? Danny's my fiance. Okay. 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 Current. Danny's current, current. Yes. And yeah. he is the love of my life. And I swear to God and Georgie, I hope you can hear me. I feel like my brother sent me Danny. Aww. I do. He because said, let me send you a freak. I, 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 I swear <laughs> to God, I feel like Danny sent me Dan. I feel like George, my brother, who passed away, sent me Danny because I've always dreamed of being loved a certain way. And Danny loves me the way I've dreamt about being loved. What's your love language? What do you mean love language? So love language is how you like to be loved within. So somebody could like to love you a certain way, but mm-hmm. you don't like to be loved that way. So it disconnects. So if your love language is you like to receive flowers and gifts, but mm-hmm. the person you're with shows love by providing a beautiful home and yes, stability, no, no. it's not going to work because no. they don't know your love language and vice right, versa. Right. So how do you like to be loved? How do you know that? Danny. I'm an emotionally mature woman. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm just shallow as fuck. I'm, <laughs> no, no. I, I don't know you guys very well. I mean, I literally yeah. just you met you guys. No, I know. I already yeah. like you guys. I already like you guys. In this fact, next time I go to New York thing. City to visit my son, I'm coming yeah. to yeah. say hi to you guys. I'm sure you are coming. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. How, what's your love language? What's my love? I love to be needed. Um, he tells me every single day how much he loves me and how thankful he is to have me. We have the same love language. Okay, yep. I love to be cuddled and held. Um, I love to be appreciated. And we both had some pretty rough you know, uh, relationships in our past. So I think that makes us appreciate each other so much more. We're yeah. so passionate with each other. We're honest. There's no lies. There's, there's nothing like that. We're so authentic with each other. And to the rest of my life, I will love him with my whole heart and soul. Mm. And I just feel so gifted that he's in my life. And that's why I don't regret 
anything. Well, what does he think you're doing right now? Hold on. What does he think you're doing right now at your ex's house? He's actually home with the dogs and my mom. Are you doing this podcast? And (laughs) I didn't even text him. (laughs) (laughs) How weird is that, right? So that's trust. Yes, it is. I trust him wholeheartedly, and um, we have three dogs, and we both we walk them every single day. Um, He's just like he's literally like my best friend. That's amazing. And to be attracted to someone. After 13, 14 years, the same way that I'm attracted to him tells me something. Yeah. How did you guys meet? Actually, through my cousin. I was actually having lunch with my cousin, and I was in the proceeding of going through a divorce. So I wasn't actually officially divorced, but I was going through my divorce. This is your third divorce or fourth divorce that you're talking third. about? Third. Third divorce. Okay. Third. Yeah. Third Got divorce. Because yeah. I, my, we really sort of didn't finish the second one, but. Yeah, we'll just skip. Yeah, 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 exactly. So Danny would be my fourth if we ended up getting married. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. Will we we end up doing it? Danny meet? Um, I was having lunch with my cousin, Dina, and Dina actually knew Danny since she was 12 years old. No way. And I'm having lunch with my cousin in her hometown, and Danny walked in, and she goes, oh, my God, Kara. She goes, my friend Danny just walked in. My jaw dropped. And honestly, he walked in and I said to myself, Is he oh hot? my fucking God. Is he hot? The first thing I noticed, other than his cute face and his, his adorable, like, you know, athletic body, was his hands. I'm a big hand So he's got big person. hands. Big hands. What do big hands mean? He's got big hands. What I do, love big hands. What if do big I hands see him, mean? Well, big hands mean just masculine and you can picture them. Like grabbing stuff, <laughs> grabbing stuff, touching your body, things. right? Doing if I see a guy, he could be a ten. If he's got skinny, scrawny fingers, done the table. I can't, I can't go near him. I will I not go near him. I won't. I, won't yeah. I don't care. I don't even care if it was like a celebrity and he was handsome and I was single. He's got scr- gross fingers out the door. He's got to yeah. have those big you hands. You may have your fifth or sixth marriage. Exactly. Right. right. I don't want to go down. We that actually road. don't. Right. You don't have to meet anyone with nice hands because you'd That's be. That's right. Yeah. Danny's hands are so masculine, <laughs> and he's just got nice nails. He's got nice fingers, but they're just very sexy. And so he's a hot guy. He is gentleman. Total gentleman. He's so good to my mom too, who's eighty-six Aww. years old. Because my dad wow. died about eighteen years ago, and my mom lived alone after my dad passed for about four or five years. And I didn't want her living alone anymore. Mm-hmm. It was more stress on me worrying about her being alone. Yeah. And even though she was only 45 minutes away, I didn't want her alone anymore. I said, you're moving in with me. Sold my house. Had to find a house with a first floor bedroom because she can't do stairs well. And I found this house in five minutes and bought it the first day I found it. Wow. No yes. And she's been with me since uh, 2018. And that's so you, where you and... That's where Danny and I live now. Okay. So does she hear any of the... No, luckily, um, <laughs> yeah, no. She I took one of your questions. Sometimes we have to go in different rooms because if we are sort of fooling around and we, and you know, anal involved. Exactly. Right. I don't want her. So do you saying, use like? Do you need to use lube for anal? Absolutely. You can't go in dry. <laughs> no way. Like any time, every time. For the bum, you gotta uh, use lube. <laughs> so who puts the? <laughs> okay you can ask me anything who puts the lube on you or he on him or on you he does it on his cock on oh yes 
And probably a little bit on me too. Okay. Because <laughs> wow. you know, the first time it happened, and can I tell you guys this? Like, can I tell you the story, how it happened? Please. So we were dating, we were together for a while, and I said to him, Danny- You don't want to embarrass you, is that Benny? <laughs> Look at her. I don't get embarrassed. That's, that's one of my things. I just I do, it doesn't happen. It. <laughs> okay. I, don't, I just don't get embarrassed for no, some reason. I get lubed up. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about my wheezing. I just got over a cold. <laughs> so I said to him, Danny, have you ever had anal sex? And he said, no. He goes, have you? I said, no. Now, we met when I was in my 40s, okay? I said to him, I would like to try anal sex with you. He goes, don't fuck around with me. Don't play with me. Are you kidding with me? I said, no, I'd like to try it. That's how much I trusted him. You need trust and love and unconditional comfort. And lube. And lube. <laughs> You're absolutely right. <laughs> so he said, are you serious or are you just playing me? And I said, no, no, I'm, I'm actually serious. I would love to try it with you. There's nothing I don't want to do. I feel so comfortable with you. I love you. And he's like, let's try it. I was nervous. I, I know I had a few drinks <laughs> yeah. the first time we tried because I was nervous it was going to hurt. Well, I had yeah. horror stories, right? Yeah. So no pain, the first, no gain. That's true. But the first time I did try yeah. it, it hurt. She won't do it. It hurt. No. It hurt the first time. Right. See? You see? But then once it's in, man up. Forget about it. <laughs> it, it it's amazing. No, no. Uh, yeah. I. It was. Uh, it was an awakening to me. I. And my friends are like, "You're crazy. I can't believe you do that." And I said, "It's been around since ancient history. Give it a try. How do you know you don't like it?" Unless you try. So what happens after Danny? <laughs> Danny is his name. Danny. Danny bangs you in the ass. What, what happens afterwards? Yeah. We go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh like, God, what I is after that? Woman. I'm sorry, like, what is we after that? We go to sleep. We, we might... hit the jackpot when we But we do, we, do, we do shower. We after do shower. that? Yes, absolutely. Okay. You know, just because, you know, it's crazy. if it's vaginal sex, there's no need to. Yeah, you don't want to you know. shit the bed. Right, and we've never actually had any accidents <laughs> <Jeez>. like that. <laughs> Poor Ebony, she's horrified. She is. She... I actually am the only one who sat down without a drink. And this I just have my water here. Oh, God. Fucking my favorite <laughs> podcast ever. No disrespect. <laughs> and look at you knocked on the door and look what happened. No, I know. This is no, insane. Like, I'm so happy. Well, I have so many. Okay. We yes. Need, we need to knock on more doors. Wait. So let me just ask then. You yeah. have you have how, how many kids? I have two boys. Two boys. Okay. Yeah. Both from the same husband. I never had any kids with any of my previous marriages. Oh, can I just say from one thing? Husband, it's hard to get pregnant when you're getting fucked in the ass. This is true. This is, and I never had anal sex before Danny. <laughs> I just blew her mind. Yeah. Danny was the That's first. That's right, only two. Yeah. And I haven't had, I, I'm, I'm under 10. Like, I have not had sex with a lot of men. No, yeah. Well. I was married. That's the thing. I didn't date a lot. So, yeah. So, the, so your, your two sons, I think, in those pictures over there. Correct. Are with husband number. Number three. Th oh, three. Three. Okay. I was going to no say two. No children with my first marriage. No children with my second marriage. Husband number three. Number three, we were together 11, 12 years and had two beautiful boys. 11, 12 years. And That's now you beautiful. you have anal sex, so you have nothing to worry about. I have nothing. And right. I'm going through menopause, so I don't have my okay. period anymore. Yeah, so she's okay. free and clear. I'm sure yes, I don't want me to talk free. about so my Will, period. Will is still here, right? Who opened the door? That's my son, William. That's let's, the oldest one. Well, Can I call him Will Hold on. William? Well, Absolutely. William is fine. I was Will. thinking before. I was like, let's, let's just like it. have let's him on the him podcast, yeah, right? Can we, can mm. we but like before that, like mm. just 
I don't know, how would you describe both of your sons? Because nobody knows, we don't know. Yes, so William is a gay 22 year old with confidence, hysterical, (laughs) very open. I I feel like he's more me and my other son Timmy is more like Bill, my ex-husband. Timmy's a jock, he's girl crazy. He's a little bit on the quiet side, unless he's with people he knows. Okay, so that's Timmy. Timmy's younger. He goes to Holy Cross. Okay, freshman year, and oh, no William's is the he older one that answered like crazy. Timmy, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Timmy is girls fall over Timmy. Is he handsome? Very. Okay. Actually, I find both my kids, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to brag, but I, I see find the like pictures. Both, they look yeah, pretty handsome. Yeah. Right both my sons are, to me, extremely handsome. But of yeah. course, I'm their mom. I'm going to say that. Yeah. You know? But I'm proud of both of them in different ways. But one thing I have to say about William is people can go their whole life hiding that they're gay. And I think that's very sad. The fact that my son had the nerve and the confidence to come out and enjoy his life. I'm so proud of that more than I'm proud of his academics and proud of anything. I'm proud that he owns who he is. When mm-hmm. did he come out? I want to say he was right right in high school. I just don't remember mm. exact if it was That's June. a hard wow, time to yeah, that's do hard. that. That's why I say I got to give yeah. him so much credit. And, and he just came to you and said... Yeah. Came to me and told me. And I said, you know, William, I always sort of thought, but I wasn't sure because there's a lot of men in life that have a feminine side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't know and I didn't want to assume. Yeah. So the day he told me, I remember feeling like almost like a relief that I'm so glad that he figured it out. Because I used to say to him, is there anything you want to talk to me about, honey? You know, you know you can tell me anything. You know I love you so much unconditionally. And he's like, no. And then one day, I guess he decided, I think it's time to tell my mom. Mm. But he knows I'm, I'm his number one fan and he can tell me anything and I'd be there for That's him. That's a great relationship. Oh, so you guys have like an so open relationship. Oh my God, it's me and William are so open. We, he oh tells gosh, we have me. to bring Does him out. William know you have anal sex? Yes. Do you know William has anal sex? <laughs> he doesn't have any other hole. I'm backing myself so, up. I'm yeah. sorry. No, no, no. Let's no. bring William out. Yeah, Is William. William, join us, honey. Hi, sweetheart. Hey, oh my goodness. Apparently, you were the first anal sex baby. I was. I was. Well, so you can. <laughs> can I say that? Experimenting. You can take my microphone. Oh, thank you. You may want to hold your wine though, because oh, okay. it may. I don't yeah. know. Your mom has talked you up a lot, so. Really? Yeah. yeah. You're what my have star, you been saying? You're my star. I mean, you so and Timmy gonna... in my life, but like, you're amazing in thank every you. single way, and I'm so thank proud you. of you. Even though we like argue once in a while for sure but we always get over it and Mm -hmm. we always just we do we mesh yes and i'm so proud of you thank you mom so so why were you guys cool allowing us to uh come in i mean we love trying new things i think that's what life is all about sort of adventure like like anal sex absolutely (laughs) absolutely well john asked does William have anal sex? I'm like, well, that's the only way. He's only got one hole. There's only no, one. I asked if you, I know. you had anal sex. Oh, oh, oh. I thought and you said, said, does William yes. have? Oh, okay. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Wait, okay. So, well, 
properly, William, you are in school right now. I am. Okay, where do you go to school? I go to NYU currently. So we're, we're in New York. Very close. Yeah. You have to go That's, visit them. Yeah, absolutely, I should. Go, I mean, like, see the store in what person. What fucking coincidence that is. I know. And it is a little odd. Especially how admit. close it is yeah, to one very, another. Very, very, yeah. very. He's lower. You're, you're, East, you're East Village, right? Soho. Okay, Soho. And you and guys are Lower East Side. Lower East Side. But that's yeah. close, right? Five, I mean, ten minute walk yeah. at max. You yeah. have to go visit them. I would love to. Yeah. Yes. So and see the store. William okay, is so will. fun. He's so fun. I was going to say, you. what are you studying? I'm studying political science in government on like the no pre-law shit. track. And he's president of Gallatin at NYU. Okay. Okay. Wait, president. what does that mean? What is that? I don't know what that is. He ran and he won. And he... It, Holds what? meetings. Go ahead, tell him, honey. Uh, yeah, I know I will. Given that you know I am in the role currently and not you, but I'm essentially in charge of the student council at NYU Gallatin, which is the school of like liberal arts. So okay. I oversee all the council's initiatives in terms of planning things for the student body. How can you not be proud of this fucking kid? No, yeah. <laughs> so w- what do you think of current political times? As of right now. As of right now, as of I today. think our political climate is a disaster. Mm-hmm. Just because why? I think everything is chaotic. I don't think that people are looking up to our leader with like what they think that leader can actually do. And I think that people are promising so many things in their political agendas that they aren't accomplishing, which is a major problem if people are going to be running for office. Yeah, I, I, I think that I can agree with that. But on a less serious note... <laughs> I just... I just need John to brings that out. Yeah. <laughs> anal to who's in Anal office. to the yeah. president. Okay. I know so, people aren't supposed to talk about politics, but not. I think yeah. he needs to go home and go to bed. Not my opinion. I think that people are saying too many things in their like electoral campaigns that they aren't really doing. And that's a major problem given that these presidents are being elected and saying that yeah. they would do all these things but never do. Mm-hmm. Which so is just false. Do you do as um, mostly over, like I conduct all the meetings with the, the specific directors of certain programs on the Gallatin Student Council, like the director of student affairs, director of programming. I help plan all the events that Gallatin has. And I'm also responsible for giving a speech I at the end. I don't know how gave birth to you. I, I don't know why you just, your drive is just ridiculous. I appreciate it. Thank you. You will be president one day. Hopefully. You will be president. I would love to. So it'd be fun. Your social life in New York City, what is that like being in school? It's, I feel as though every year is different, given that like sophomore year was my first year in the city. I transferred to NYU from Colgate. I was so worried about him. Second year in New York. Uh, Third Third? year now. Yes. So sophomore year was a lot of partying. I went out. Five nights a week, yeah. I will say. Wow. And like, where'd you go? Like, Soho Grand was the big spot. Um, pianos in the Lower East Side. Okay, yeah, I've heard of that. I went to the box a few times. Mm. She used to work at the box. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. I've never been to any of these places. That is so fascinating. Fun oh, nights. That, maybe you guys ran into each other. Ooh. First time I went was 2021. I stopped working there 2019. Okay. Like, yeah, so we just... Small crossover. Yeah, a little bit of a... Was Crazy they, though. Right. It's a yeah. very, very electric where else, environment. Where else, where else do you go in New York? Labane is another fan favorite. If you guys have been there and why like the I, standard. Why is that familiar? Labane is a blast. Great music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yes. I was yeah. I was there in Labane. I flew a woman in from Miami and then Crazy. Knew that she, well that's news to it. me. I didn't <gasps> know, but she liked women, so she Picked up a woman. Wow. Yeah, was she bi? At LeBain. It's a very LGBTQ <laughs> friendly environment yeah. at LeBain. Well, I so think- I had fun that night. Yeah, <laughs> I assume. You look like you have fun a lot. I do. 
I can kind of tell. And the next day was Mother's Day, and that was when my mom was alive, and I went to my mom's, and I had such a fucking hangover. Oh, my mm. God. And she's like, you look After awful. that, so made wait, it you had pain. a threesome the day before Mother's Day? Yeah. No, sir. Uh, she's like, you look awful. I was like, well, last night I was not awful. Oh, my and God. Last night it was a lot more back, fun. And she didn't wow. ask anything. Anyway, back to you. Wow. Yeah. So threesome then in, before Mother's Day. In, <laughs> pre-game. So what is it like in school? <laughs> in your... I haven't had this fun in a long time. I feel time. like you guys have like an open relationship. Very. Talking Me about and William talk about we do. everything. Yeah. So, everything. So like your mom knows about your... She like, knows everything. I mean, I tell her, given that I feel as though she'll be comfortable and respectful about it, and she most of the time is. I do, but we also argue a lot because I worry we about do. him She's so very much. protective what and you worry over about? controlling. I'm sorry? What do you worry about? His safety, number one, being in New York City, um, the first couple of years he was there, like he was constantly going out and I was just, I couldn't sleep worrying about my, my baby. Like he's in New York City and it's a big city and there's crazy people, not just in New York City, but everywhere. And I felt like he was going out too much. So I'd give him shit and then he'd get mad at me and we wouldn't talk for a day. And I'd say, it's all out of love. I love you. I love you so much. It's painful. So him and Timmy used to call me the helicopter mom because I'm always looking what they're doing. Well, I didn't answer my phone one morning after a night out. I had a very late night. It was 6.30 the time I got home and I was sleeping at a 6.30 a.m. I got home. But I decided to stay at a friend's. I just went to Brooklyn with my friends. It was a Wednesday and she assumed I'd be back at mine. She has my location. I thought he was dead behind a dumpster. Wait, so your mom has your location she does. on And I was at a guy's until a certain time. And then I went back to my friend's because I just felt as Wait, though sleeping there was easier. On his Absolutely. Phone. I won't she does. sleep unless I do. Even so, now. Yeah, yes, she do. still does. Oh, yeah. She still does. Because I trust her and I want her to know that I am taking care of myself, Dad, but I'll I give you access to this. Every friend, where yeah. is William? He's not home. Where that is William is texting? Which that is one extent, but then I proceeded to receive 15 to 20 phone calls. And when <laughs> I woke like up, she was threatening me. Oh my screaming gosh, at me, saying they're going to pull me out of NYU if yeah. I don't start responding more to my phone. Oh yeah. my goodness. One night out. So what were and you doing that night out, though? He was with a guy. I was, but I was also with my <laughs> friends. I mean, it's a funny story. It's a funny story. <laughs> that was fucking no, unbelievable. It, it was a funny story. Me and my friend went to a club with all of our girlfriends. It was a stri- major, like a straight place. And all place. girlfriends, by the way, wait, are wait, like, like tens. It was a more of like a straight-oriented oh. club. Like everyone was straight, not many gay people there. And me and my friend... Is that a problem for you? Not a problem. I just but think that... it's fun. It's, you know, there's no guys Okay, there yes, mother. Gay clubs are fun. <laughs> mother. Yes. <laughs> Um, trying to. I just have this I'm noise sorry. in my left I'm ear. <laughs> um, tell them about how I order at the restaurant for you and how I tell everybody. So we're going to finish my yeah, story. I'm sorry. And I'm then sorry. maybe you can get your turn in. Okay. So essentially, Will, nowadays, Will. But my gay friend and I at the time were very irritated with like how this club looked. And we said, let's go somewhere else. So we go to this club in Brooklyn and we meet a pair of roommates. <sighs> They're both gay. And we're talking, oh, and not double teamed. They oh. invited us back to their apartment. And again, and you don't know these people. They could be murderers. I love how she thinks well, that she was us. part of this. Yeah, this is true. So, like mother, like son. True. So let's. I want to hear. I I got with one of the roommates, and my friend got with the other one. We had ourselves a time, and then around like five thirty, we kind of. 
like elbowed the walls behind us, like signifying that we were ready to leave. Oh my we were both ready at the same time. So we got in an Uber and went back to his just to go to sleep. And you went to sleep and you went back. Yep. And then this one, I get the calls because she assumed I was in a dumpster. I thought he was dead. And he wasn't answering did, me. Did you tell her what happened? I don't. Think I did. You, I don't, Later not, on, not I right, did. Right away. Not right away. I think I had to like conceal it for a little while, given <laughs> of how crazy she is. Was this like the first story that you heard of mm, of him um, in New York City? I don't think it was the first, but I would always say, "What are you doing, going out at like eleven o'clock at night?" And he's like, "Mom, that's when it happens." And yeah. I'm like, "Why aren't you home at that time so instead of going do out?" Do you have any history going to New York? I don't know. I go and visit him like every no, other no, month. I'm saying oh. before him. No. Right. So then you're like, whatever the media says about New York, that's your... Absolutely. Okay. I was nervous. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This, yeah. You know, he's, he's my baby. I was always right. worried about you, you know? And then he gets irritated with me when I ask him questions. One day when you're a when I get irritated dad, when I get 15 calls a day asking yeah. me if I saw her Instagram post. <laughs> and if I liked her TikTok that she posted about her dogs. What were your first impressions of New York City? I think like three words to describe it. Electric, Fifth. sexual, and very like unexpected. Oh, like I feel I like as though you're that. always going to be diving into a new type of night. Yeah. Whenever you're going out with your friends, nothing, you can never expect anything. But at the same time, it's full of surprises, but which I love. But you also find it very oh, dirty. Okay. Yes. You know, that maybe this game should be called Mum's Favorite Words. Because she just can't. <laughs> Filth. It's yes. very, very dirty there. You're I think right. it is. It's do you very wanna, dirty. Do you want to share your three words for New York now? Ex- exciting. It was a sarcastic Wild. Sure. Oh, I'm sorry. You didn't really want me to do it. I was no. being sarcastic. Oh, sorry. You okay. I was, I was I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's exciting. Mom, you live in the suburbs. I do. So now I do. he is in New York City, so I can understand. Like, yes, very different. You're like, oh my God, so, he's in the worst city in the yes. world. Well, yes. which is San Francisco, but he's not there. So Right. Yeah. Which is San Francisco. <laughs> you know what the good thing is, though? <laughs> Bummers of San Francisco. My sweetheart is graduating college, and, and hopefully he's going to be attending law school in Boston. No. Hopefully. Yes, oh, so you're going to go goal. out of the city. I plan on it. Wait, yeah. so I do plan on it. That's the goal. Well, I would love oh, to practice constitutional law, maybe Ooh. work as a public defender for a few years before. Like practicing going private, yeah, before private, he, making the will. money, money. I mean, that's the goal, money. right? <laughs> Describe your New York City friend group. I mean, one Good thing question. I love about New York City is that I don't have like one designated group. I have like a few of them. I have a group of gay friends, which I'm so fortunate to have. Very, very fun. Male love to go out. Friends. Male gay friends, okay. yeah. They love to go out. And I've met them. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. I have okay. met his gay friends. Can <laughs> I tell you? I feel like they are my other sons. I'm obsessed with them. How I many love of them, them are there? Like four other ones. They're amazing yeah. men. And they love me. They, they, they feel as though I'm like I'm a second mom. I take them under my wing. I take them out to dinner. Well, you have something in common. Oh, my God. Anal sex. Anal sex. There you go. <laughs> Can I interrupt, William? Have you ever seen a vagina? I have. Have you yeah. had sex with her? I have not. How how have you seen it? Like my friends are very comfortable changing around me and I've seen it. He makes out with girls all the time. No. As a joke. As a joke. I don't like it though. Jokingly. Do you there's taste no, vagina? No. Oh. I don't think I could. I just, 
am so. Tell him about the story with Timmy when he touched the girl and you threw up in this on, on the floor. Tell him. Tell okay. him. Wait, who's Timmy again? My Timmy's my younger brother. Okay. okay. So it was the fifth of July after our big Fourth of July party. We had this year. Six no. two years ago. Okay. Sixty people, mostly younger kids, like ages. 18 to 21, younger, not many adults were there. And my brother was at my mom's house. It was me, my mom, my brother, and my cousin. And we were all recapping the night, and my brother shares a fact that he fingered his ex-girlfriend upstairs during the party and proceeded to imitate the noises that she was making and what the vagina sounded like while he was touching it. <laughs> and I, quite frankly, the way he made that noise, I threw up. All over the floor. Right on the kitchen floor. You actually threw he up? He actually threw up. Yeah. Wow. All over the floor. And I was laughing so hard, I probably pissed myself because it's, I couldn't stop laughing. Okay, this is quite the family. <laughs> yeah. I was, hor- I was mortified. He was gagging on the floor. Timmy's cracking up. My niece so, you'd, Mindy, so you'd rather gag on a cock? I'd much, much rather gag oh, on a yeah. cock. Okay, so wait. What's your taken- wildest story oh, then in New York City? Mind. In New York City? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Oh, God. I think I know this one, and I think it's very disgusting, but go ahead. Um, the one of you and your friend. Maybe he can tell the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to say I it. mean, okay, this is a good one. Have you ever heard of the eagle? No. Okay. The eagle is a, like, gay sex club in, I think, the meatpacking district. Oh. And my friend and I have heard, like, so many rumors about it, so we decided, let's, like, where, give it a shot. It? The meatpacking. I think it's like West 26th, okay. somewhere around there. And we decide to go. We walk that's in. That's Chelsea, but that's fine. Okay, it's Chelsea. Yeah. Okay. I, it might be a little bit lower down. I'm not 100%. Now you're interrupting. <laughs> but we get there, and they immediately tell you to tape your phones because cameras are not allowed. Wow. So our phones are taped. We walk inside. What do you and mean taped? Like they tape the cameras so that you can't. Oh. Yeah. And okay. we are in there. Everyone is shirtless. People are partaking in sexual activity. And at like one what point, type of sexual activity? like anal sex against a table, like you very extreme, fucking. very extreme. And my friend and I are like very shocked at what we're seeing in front of our eyes. Yet we see some man that's leaning against a wall and he seems pretty fun, pretty nice. He was very handsome, both Does our he types. Have a shirt on? Oh my God. No, he's completely naked. And he's he naked. completely naked. He kind nope. of beckons the two of us over and oh we participated in something with him. Did he have a big cock? He did. He definitely <laughs> did. <laughs> like, see, I like Get to be open with you. Get me something to drink, John. Please go. Over I know. There. Someone passed Thank you. Yeah, it's something. disgusting to me. Because I'm sorry. Uh, you know what I find disgusting, mother? <laughs> What you did this morning. (laughs) What happened this morning? This morning, we were all enjoying our breakfast. Oh, my God. And she is inhaling her chocolate chip pancake that she had for breakfast. No, no, no. I had a bagel. Oh, I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. I had a bagel. I'm not done. No interrupting, remember? You guys are going to be like our best friends. This is amazing. (laughs) She decides to continue to inhale this pancake and eventually starts choking because it was too much. Let's do anyway, a cheers. Williams, yes, oh cheers, guys. This is insane. I love that we met you guys. I mean, I can't believe that we, you guys knocked on our door no, and crazy. we are all sitting here having a blast. Mm. Right? This is so fun. I feel like it's like the Howard Stern type show. Absolutely. Right? So my question yes. for you both is, mm. 
when did that comfortable openness happen? Because a lot of families I remember this. are really closed off and a mm. lot of families, I imagine anyone listening or wa- watching this, mm-hmm. they're going to be like kind of cringing and they could be mothers, fathers, or, you know, children. Sure. And they'll be like, I could never say this to my mom or my dad. How did that even happen with you guys the first time? I think we've just been very open our whole life, I have to say. We have. We've definitely been the ones to overshare certain elements mm-hmm. of stories. But, but I never think that mean, never cruel. No. We're just so open and I find it that's the only way refreshing. To be in life. So did it start with you, Mom? I would have to say it was Yeah, I mean me. lots okay. of the stories about her like experiences in the bathroom. So like and she was open with you. Yes. You were an open open very. as a parent. I yeah. learned Absolutely. what sex was at a very young age, which I really respect. Okay. I do. I wanted my children to hear things from me versus their friends who may not have the real answer, the correct answer. I wanted to teach them, yes, you can get pregnant the first time you're with a girl. Mm. Yes, you can catch diseases the first time. I wanted them to know real life, real situations, and not stuff that their friends told them because they don't know. They're kids. Right. So I wanted them to hear from Which me. Which I do respect a lot. Right? You have to. Absolutely. You have to. And sometimes, you know, in life, people get embarrassed. But I wish people would just stop being embarrassed about things in life and just learn to communicate because there's nothing to be embarrassed about. True. Am I right? She's fostered a very like caring and comfortable environment, especially like with me talking about and sharing details about my sex life and coming out. That's amazing. That's interesting. A lot of people would have criticisms towards being so open with your kids. Absolutely. They would say like, okay, you're more so friends than a parent. So mm-hmm. how do you draw that line as a parent? Where, That's a very where good he question. Respects you? Fabulous question. So, very good question. Well tailored question. Um, I am. I feel like honesty to me oversees everything that if I can be honest with you, no matter what the situation is, yes, we're friends, but first of all, I'm your mother. So the first thing I want to do is always protect you. I don't agree with a lot of the things that you've done and and said and acted, but at the end of the day, you have to experience those things to become the adult that in you will become. Grow. In order to That's grow. That's correct. Fabulous. Fabulous. So, yes, I feel like, yes, we're friends, but most of all, mm. I am going to be a protector till the day that I die. For sure. I will be looking over you and would kill anybody Thank that you. tried to hurt you. Do, I love you, Do mother. you feel uh, who is more responsible for your child, you or the school system, the school teachers? Mm. You mean, rephrase that question. Um, do you, who should teach your child? Oh, to me, parents. Yeah. I think that's number one, 100%. Well, I think also because you're going to school in New York, mm-hmm. which is a very liberal city. Absolutely. And there's a lot of criticism in the school system. Mm-hmm. I don't know what school, like I don't know if you did private school, public school, but there's a lot of conversation about parents and teachers and who raises the kids. So mm-hmm. do you feel like it's more so William's experiences that are going to teach him lessons? Or do you feel like you had the foundation and you mm-hmm. parented him well Absolutely. before sending him off? I school? wouldn't change one thing that I have done to bring up my son. And I should say in my, in my sons. Mm-hmm. I teach them, number one, to be caring people. 
empathy, I think. Um, compassion is so important because I've lost a lot of people in my life, as everybody does in life. But um, love and respect and compassion to me are, are so important and honesty. Honesty, if you don't lie, you never have to cover anything. I up. say that to you all the time. It's I'm so like, just tell the fucking truth. And then you have nothing and if to worry you about. Hurt somebody by telling the truth. Guess then, what? That's okay. So what? They'll respect you for it in the totally. end. Totally. Or not. Although they will no longer be your friend. That's but okay. So what? But guess what? You still totally. didn't lie. You have nothing to hide. Nothing. So, William, have you had any heartbreak in New York City yet? I think definitely. I think there was someone that, like, the heartbreak came before the breakup did, if that makes any sense. I, like, kind of knew that this person and I weren't going to work out. And like that realization occurred while we were still dating and it took me a long time to like process that before we eventually broke up. Broke up. Did you break up or did you? I broke up with him, yeah. And he loved that family, so it was really he was, sad. He, it was a very sad like experience, but I think that... How long ago was that? We broke up September of 2022 and we started dating October of 2021. So that's a year, yeah? Yeah, right? I've had yeah. only one boyfriend, that was him. And he basically lived with you on Mulberry yeah. Street. Oh, He'd practice. Yeah. So why did you not leave? Anymore. It was just not a very healthy environment mm -hmm. that he was fostering. And I think that we both kind of wanted different things. I did want to like have a nice relationship with someone, but I think that he was at a different phase in his life where it was more of a serious, serious mm -hmm. thing. And I given that it was my first relationship, needed more time to experiment yeah. and explore yeah. like this world, especially in New York City as a sophomore. Yeah. yeah. But he came to our home many yeah, times. Yeah, many times. Many and times. he loved me and, I, you know, I loved so him. So it was like a heartbreak, heartbreak from the family. Yeah, I mean, once I like realized this one is not going to be for me, yeah. I was like, this sucks. And I was more sad during the relationship rather than after the breakup. Right. And I so, felt so bad. So living in New York, uh, did you become a hoe at any point? I definitely had a little phase after I the breakup. I was going to ask something like that. I'm like, what are the, like... I just, I just cut to the chase. No, yeah. I like that. That's yeah. how you got to be. Yeah. So, like, what... Are there different roles in the LGBTQ plus community than... Yeah. In the, like the heterosexual. Yeah, because I, I, I feel sex. like I hear it so many yeah. times, like a lot, that y you can just... No, definitely. What are some of those? Just clarify I mean, gay everyone. people have a lot of sex. Right. That's the first Why one. Why is that? I think that they're very horny individuals. I mean, lots of gay people. It is very difficult to find like gay members who want to go on a date first and take things slow rather than like a so, one-night stand. One-night stands really? are very frequent. I mean, there's I don't app... Like it. There's oh apps God. like tailored to gay people like Grindr yeah. where it's an instant hookup type of thing. Yeah. I specifically don't like it that much, but I think it is interesting that there's these apps that are just like men for gay people to what, engage in hookups. What about like in a relationship? If, if you're That's in a relationship good one. with someone. Good and, question. Yeah. And they cheat. Is it that big of a deal? I mean, a lot. Another interesting thing is that a lot of gay relationships are actually open. Uh. It's genuinely they and might be in a relationship my ex and I were yeah. in like a an exclusive relationship but like a lot of our friends like gay friends were all in open relationships and would ask if we wanted to participate in like more sexual activity with them and it's so, just a very yeah, yeah, sexual yeah. sexual oh, world of, like, so what are the orgies? rules lots of orgy I mean yeah just to be completely frank with you there's a lot of orgies like especially at these clubs like you don't see many like heterosexual sex clubs in 
any oh, places. Yeah, there yeah, really yeah, aren't yeah, that many yeah. of them. But in New York, but don't people feel cheap? I can list at least like three or four gay what? sex clubs. No. <laughs> don't people feel cheap? I don't. You don't feel cheap? I think no. it's also I had just a lot like of sex with women, and I was fine. People want to One experiment. Night. He's had John's actually had an interesting night with a, a man and a woman <laughs> no <laughs> sir john oh, john did one you the, one in the pink one in the take john no, can sir. take the microphone yeah, yeah go ahead. no one in the pink so john, one hold in on. the you were with a man and a woman i was not with the man okay. you were not with a man no, okay i was ne- i have never been with a man Let's okay. make that clear. The same bed. so it was a woman we okay. wound up picking her up okay and we rented a hotel room <laughs> and Banged the hell out of her. Oh, my God. I was in the the V part, and he was in the butt. No, sir. And we double teamed her. What no, was sir. the positions like? Like, how do you get that to happen? Yeah. It, it, it happens. I don't Can know. Can you feel the other penis when it's in the hole <laughs> oh and then in the vagina? God. Oh, God, mother. Can you feel- <laughs> I mean, yeah. no. Can you feel it? You're not touching it, but no. But yeah. it's right there. Yeah. His <laughs> legs were on. His legs. <laughs> She's trying to make me into gay. They were all sharing the same. <laughs> wow. Bed. Hot and sweaty. No, it was, it was. Was she a was she a pr- prostitute? No, she wasn't a fucking prostitute. She wasn't a prostitute. No. She was a respectable. Woman. <laughs> she was but a she respectful just wanted, woman. She just letting wanted two both men of you. in at once. Really? So we. It was. We were young, so we said we were John Deere salesmen. We sold tractors from Minneapolis. This was the story. Yeah, was Look the story. at poor Ebony. And she's like, oh, my God, that's so fascinating. You know, it was in Houlihan's, which is on thir- what used to be on 34th mm-hmm. near the Empire State Building. Houlihan's. Oh, my God. Yeah, and she's like, oh, my God, that's such an interesting story. We're like, yeah, we're staying at the hotel right down the street. You know, come by for a drink. And we weren't. We had no room. So I sent him ahead, and he booked a room. We brought her up. No way. And, and she was cool with it. Really went yeah. at it with her. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> what, did you think, what did you think of his um, his lower regions? There, did you guys take a look at each other? I'm sure think? it was hard not to. I mean, uh, <laughs> no, no, this is not me. Wow. So yeah, that's wild. Yeah, he's had a good time. As one well. in the pink and one in the yes. pink. So let me go back to asking you then. So if <laughs> when a relationship, she's, she's blown away. I am blown away. No, he's done it. Yeah, that's wild. I mean, he's wild. had he's had men come up to him on the street like, "Hey, John." I had sex He's had a few encounters. No. So. Wow. <laughs> Never. No, no. So in in I don't even know how to properly say. Do I do I say the the gay community or gay communities? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So in the gay community, then when you you asking me this question, well, both. Yes, John, this is for you. (laughs) This is for you. When you break up, Mm -hmm. is it because of infidelity? Because you your rules are a little bit more lackadaisical then. So is it because of infidelity or is it just because like what is the reason? Yeah, I mean, uh, to my knowledge, a lot of gay relationships break up because they want to explore other options and they're just not satisfied. But with... that's not why you and your boyfriend broke up. Oh, I was getting there. But oh, I'm yes, sorry. you know that like some relationships end because one is maybe more toxic, more controlling. Some end yeah. because they just lose interest. But a majority is that they are interested in exploring other options. And then that. Mm. 
like curiosity kind of leads to other things and then people end up dating other people. Gay people are very horny and eager to participate in a lot of sex. Yeah, I feel like sure. I think it's age. maybe a little bit escalated and like yeah. for gay guys. So, what's your ideal guy? Like, Oof. I would, so like Oof. you would this give up everything. You would give up everything. Guy. You would be, you know, faithful, married, house, whatever. What does he? Wh- who is this? Who guy? is he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm very body, into like straight type. acting guys. That's like a big thing for me. The so more. The more straight acting they are, like a lot of the guys I've had sex with, like if I introduce them to a friend of mine or like to my mother, my mom's like, I had no idea that this person and you were hooking up. Which William doesn't like feminine men. He likes masculine men. So it's that do I don't they, like it. I just have a preference. So like how do they act like they're not gay? Just very, like a typical heterosexual man. I mean, no, they're out. They're okay. just very... Like their voice is very masculine yeah, and tough, they tough dress guys. like sweatpants. Like they know how to twink. No. People like, call him from a twink. With what I wear, I feel as though it's very obvious that I am a gay man. Like a tight, long sleeve shirt. I love like, your style. Oh, thank you. Thank you. He has great style. And your it's eyebrows. Just, thank you. <laughs> He's so <laughs> nice. You. But like the typical straight guy wouldn't wear something like so tight or wouldn't have their eyebrows like threaded normally. But everybody yeah, knows that they're gay. Too. Some do, some don't. Some don't. Hey, some guys. Players are gay. Like a lot of the guys are bisexual as well. Wait, I'm sorry. Say that again. A lot of the guys I've gone with are like bisexual. Oh, okay, okay. So, um, your your type, height, weight, hair color, eye color. What is that? I love this question. Um, let's say a tall six two, six three, six four, even like six five man. Definitely more buff. Big I, hands. That isn't not the biggest thing for me. More like the arms that do, that does it for me. Um, maybe like a jock style guy. <laughs> yeah. Long hair, blonde, maybe blue eyes. Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely like brunettes. Okay, brunettes are a big one for me. Okay. Eye color doesn't really get to me that much. Okay, but the. Another thing that I don't really care about that much. Really? You don't Cock like them size. too big because they hurt. As long as it's not like micro small or oh, astronomically huge. Right. Like to be graphic the other night, like well, two, in, two inches, three inches. Get out. A man? Hard. Yeah. Hard. Hard? I It was flaccid oh. and I was just looking at it and it looked like two to three inches flaccid. And I said, great, this one's going to be perfect size once it's, He's you know. He's a grower, not erect. a shower. Yeah. And I look at it afterwards and I'm like waiting for it to just get bigger and it just doesn't. So what did he say? He was confident in his size of his penis and I was just very appalled that I was like, wow. What did he expect you to do? Take it. it. But I was just like, I'm not going to have sex tonight. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not. That's like a toothpick. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys do anything else? A few other things, but I, 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 I had to get out of there. My excuse was that I had yoga in the morning. That's a very important reason yeah. to miss having and sex. he knew I that I you. was absolutely lying, but I tried to go out. I, you, I taught you never to lie. I mean, what am I going to do in that situation? Look at the man and tell him, you've got a micro penis? No, but you could just say I need to go home now. Okay. You don't have to say you're and going mom, to have you have 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 yeah. you had any penis issues? Mm. Um, I don't like them too big. 
I really don't. I like them just in the middle. That's her other way of saying that Danny has a small penis. No, no, not at all. No, not at all. But I've had one boyfriend in high school that was so big, it hurt me. And it was awful. And it felt like it was going up to my It could have been curved. It was awful. Was it like a curved? I hate those. A little bit. But it was just too big. That means, I feel like they... It's like a fish hook. Oh, it's Do too much. They, yeah, they, I couldn't deal with it anymore. Yeah. Um, so I don't, you know, I've had some that were very small that, you know, I didn't enjoy. Danny is right in the middle. Perfection. For women who are, let's say, empty nesters. Mm-hmm. And I feel like women are a lot more shy about their sexuality, their mm-hmm. pleasure. Sure. How did you come out of that in your personal and private life and not be afraid to like get what you want from I've just never been afraid to talk about things. I just never was. I think I was just born with it. I just, I don't feel the need to not tell the truth. And, you know, my friends always tell me, God, you're so refreshing, Kara. You're so honest. I love it so much. I wish it could be just, just a little percentage of you. And I said, then just say it. Stop being so afraid of what other people are going to think. Just say it. And guess what? It just becomes part of your life. Mm -hmm. But I don't regret anything because I just say how I feel. And I love myself. I I don't mean that in a cocky way at all or, or a conceited way at all. But I am the person I am today because of the experiences that I've been through in my life. And I think my children are a... Are a, you're a part of product that. of that. Yeah. We, you are. You really are. Timmy, not so much. He's a little bit more shy. Um, but to me, if I'm not hurting anybody and I'm not insulting anybody and I'm not, you know, being mean or anything, I've never have. I don't have a mean bone in my body. I'm just honest, and that's all you got to do in life is just be honest and be more open. And you know what? The minute you start doing that, you're gonna realize how much happier you'll be. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The Just more, yes, be you. Don't yeah. be so afraid. Yeah. See how you feel. Talk about the things. You know, talk sexually. You're on. Your I know you guys back. have to go to dinner, so we're gonna. We wrap actually up. do. I have one last question. Yes. Okay. This is all seriousness. Yes. Who sucks a better dick? Oh man, I think I do. I would politely disagree with that. Well. I'm not going to go and contest with you. I mean, let's just give one example. Yeah. Given with how she was choking so easily this morning, I think that says a lot in itself of how just the smallest things can really make her choke I had and a little cough. piece of bagel in my throat and I was coughing. That is true. But I just got over the throat. Imagine what a little Ash. piece, if it's just a little piece of bagel. You can just swallow that cock hole. All right. So all, you know what? We'll leave you it win at the that. Prize. <laughs> you win the prize. You yeah, do. You win the prize. Okay, we're... <laughs> We're at the part of the show where we ask every single guest this surprise question. Mm. It's just two questions. Mm-hmm. The first question, I'm going to name the, I'm going to say the questions and then you guys can answer them. The first question is if you were to be able to have dinner with anyone in the world, who would it be? And if you were to be able to have access to the phone contact list of anyone in the world, who would it be? You go first, William. Dinner, Rachel Ziegler. If you guys know mm-hmm. who that yeah. is, I am like incredibly obsessed with her. She started in the Hunger Games. Yeah. The new one. The songbird the ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. He doesn't know, but I I am completely yes. Like as a gay man, I she would turn me straight. Did you ask her? Oh just everything in the world. I am so like I love her vibe. I don't even know who she is. She is incredible. Incredible. I would 
kill to get dinner with her. I'll show you kill. a picture. And phone I contact. would treat the whole thing, let her get whatever's off. Oh, love her. <laughs> um, and the other question was the contact list. Yeah. Hmm. I would say the guy that I lost my virginity to. That's an interesting thing. Well, who was he that you want his phone contact with? Maybe not Virginia. The guy I first experimented with, I think, would definitely be the person I'd who want was to. It? A kid from school, a closeted kid from school, and yes. it was just a very, very intimate experience of like mine. Like not like Tom Brady or Gronk list. on the wall. Over no, there. no, like a friend of mine. I would just. Why would he have a contact list in his phone? I'm yeah. just curious to like learn about the other guys like he's maybe talked to in the past oh that's a totally different way to look at that Mm. most people are like elon musk or you know oh oh oh. yeah no but that i love that you put a different spin on you're gonna be in a fabulous attorney thank you he really is (laughs) no honestly i'm telling you one day you're gonna see him at it like i didn't even know what the fuck he was talking about yeah seriously (laughs) yeah i want to have dinner with (laughs) yep uh believe it or not jennifer aniston (gasps) She's Greek, which I love. Oh, I didn't know but that. But when I was going through um, some depression, not depression, but when I was, I had given birth and I was, um, what's it called when you- Postpartum? Thank you. Postpartum. I was going through postpartum. That show's friends helped me with my postpartum. Jennifer always put a, a, a smile on my face. I love that she's Greek. I love, I just love her. I think she- You guys she, are Greek. Yes, 100% Greek. Okay, you're Greek. So I would love to have dinner with her. I would love to just have a drink, a glass of wine with her and just talk with her. Um, And then what was the other question? Whose phone contact list would you like to have? Donald Trump. Mm. Great answer. Donald Trump. Yeah. What would you use that for? Oh my God. I would just love to know who he talks to. A lot of people I know have different opinions on him um but i felt like the country was never in a better place than donald trump i'm curious Mm -hmm. is there anything about the right side that you could agree with in terms of law and then the left side as well can you find a middle ground fabulous question once again you're killing this (laughs) i think there's absolutely some economical factors from the right side that I find beneficial, specifically in terms of taxes. I think that there's some certain components of a more like balanced tax system that are like part of the right points of view that I think are more essential and are more interesting to look at for this country. And I think that for the left, definitely some ideas are very sensitive, but I think that like to encourage pro-choice is extremely critical in this country and we need to work more yeah. towards that. Like a lot of the left values and beliefs I do admire. Well, thank you guys. Thank you for knocking on our door <laughs> and, and making door. a very exciting night for my son thank and I. Yeah, this has been But nice. we do have to go to dinner. Yeah. Because okay. we go. it's getting late. Oh, thank you guys. We'll see you, you on guys the next should episode. join us for dinner. <laughs> really? Join us for dinner. Should, should we? Can you? We have things to do. Oh. She's got to edit this. Oh, gosh. Jeez. I'm going to dinner, actually. You're going to... All right, we're going to yeah. go, <laughs> go to dinner. Bye, Woo! We'll see you friends. next time. Bye.